is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I'm so fancy. And I love Hallmark classic Christmas movies. Hey, is Panda... No, Bran, I'm so fancy, <laughs> and I like Hallmark classic Christmas movies. I'm Dan. Guys, first things first. <laughs> I'm so fancy, and I just... <laughs> I despise Hallmark classic Christmas movies, and this, this is, is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. It's got a nice snap. Yeah, it does. It's got a nice snap. The Diet Coke's got yeah. a nice snap today. I, when you drink the caffeine free, it doesn't quite have the same the snap. snap. Yeah. F R I D A Y is Friday. 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 It's Friday. And we're watching this dog named Christmas. Friday. You can have them, but you gotta send them back on the 26th. Friday. You uh, you thought this was going to be a short episode. You didn't see the ACDC well, coming. <laughs> I figured we'd have to. I, it, well. A dog named Christmas, everybody, is what we're talking wow. about. Woof, woof. People wanted <laughs> us dog. to do this episode. This is not people, the big dog movie. Of people the year. love no. the Hallmark Hall of Fame Christmas movies, right. and rightfully so. They're wonderful movies. And you know what we put into this cauldron, this swirling cauldron of Hallmark Hall of Fame feelsies? We got the troops. We got kids with special needs. We got dogs without homes going to be euthanized. We got no love story. It is quite a mix here on the Friday episode. <laughs> yeah. Of Deck the Homo. Yes. Yep. Mm. It's going to be great. Friday. On a farm, there's a dog who's going to give birth. Friday. There's a cougar, and he's scary. Oh, so scary. Bramble <laughs> 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 um, Jam Plus, everybody, is calling your name. It's like, hey, psst, Pete, uh, over here. Bramble Jam Plus, mm. ad-free, all the episodes. Yeah. Exclusive Yo Gabba right Gabba on Bayside. Yeah, and right now, our, our uh, video for Deck the Hallmark on YouTube... Um, but you can get that video early, chat with everybody. That's right. As we're doing it live. That's right. You can watch yesterday's Win Calls to Heart recap episode that we did with Daniel Lissing. He dropped some serious uh, fun stuff in there. Oh, so you can watch fun. that on YouTube. You can watch Wednesday's yeah. interview with uh, Chris McNally. It's a good week to be on the YouTube. Aaron Krako's up there. Aaron Krako. And as Bran likes to say, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> smash that subscribe button, everybody. If you want to get that notification. Friday. Hey. <laughs> it's good. Uh, you guys ready to dive in? So ready. Mm. A dog named Christmas originally aired on November 29th, 2009. 2009. <laughs> something like yeah, that. done that all week. It did now. Hey, guys, I want to meet you. I want to introduce you. You want to meet me? <laughs> I want to meet you, too. Meet me halfway, Dad. <laughs> For once. 
Friday. I want to introduce you to Todd. Todd is a responsible but also developmentally challenged 20-year-old. He's good on the farm. He's good with the painting. Not so good at cleaning up the room, but who is? (laughs) Um, And he lives um, on his family's farm in Kansas with his parents, uh, George and Mary Ann. Now, uh, both Mary Ann and George are um, they? They love Todd. They're impressed by how upbeat he is, how into life he is, and how much he loves helping animals. He's very passionate about helping animals. In fact, the episode starts, or the movie starts, with Todd um, rescuing a little uh, little uh, uh, rat of sorts. But also, he had uh, made this uh, bird, helped it, and sent it back off into the wild. It was beautiful. Go, Todd. Go now. The one thing that Todd has always wanted is a dog. And it's not helping that the radio station does an ad for the Adopt a Dog for Christmas program, which is not really an adoption program as much as it is, hey, we're leaving for Christmas, the people that work at the shelter, so take the dogs home and they'll have a happy Christmas and you can bring them back on the 26th. It's fostering a dog situation. And if you like the dog... You can keep it. So sounds great. Todd hears this and he's like, Dad, this sounds awesome. Let's do it. Dad's not having it. Dad's not having it. Finally, where's dad down? And they go and they get, they, they, they pick this dog. Now, fl- flashback to the beginning of the movie. We see this dog. He escaped from his home. He traveled across the country. They played the entire Homeward Bound movie. And uh, it's amazing. You remember that movie? It's sassy. Gosh, I love Homeward Bound. Mm. The hardest scene in any movie to ever watch is when the porcupine comes and he hits. In any movie of all time is Homeward Bound. Dude, when the dog gets the porcupine spikes, what's what's the champ? Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, when he goes, oh, you sit there and you feel it for him, man. What about when, when he's stuck in the hole? hole? What about yeah. when he's stuck in the hole? Oh, with Shadow? Man, that's that not movie's even, just that's a throwing haymakers. Perilous scene in and the movie. And then when Sassy gets swept down the, the river? The river. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Love that one. What about Homeward Bound, uh, about Lost home? in San Francisco? I remember, this is true. When I finished that movie, I sat there, I looked at my parents, I said, this is better than Homeward Bound. Yeah. Uh, Every kid thinks that with the sequels. That's Every true. kid does. Every kid's like, this is the... And really in retrospect, it. I wish I could go back and pull me to the side and say, no, kid. Look, Homeward Bound's great. Home run? <sighs> Don't get me started. So... This dog has ran away from home. He's kind of out in the wild. Um, we do see a cougar in the mm. woods. What's up with this cougar? You don't know. Peeping. He's, he's a peeping cook. <laughs> Peeping Coog. Peeping Coog. Saw them live. Um, It was all above board. Black lights everywhere. Everywhere. ID. You had to be over 40 to get in, which is weird. I snuck in. We snuck in, yeah. Panda got us in. (laughs) You know I did. (laughs) So we see that, and apparently the animal shelter found this dog, and they brought him in. So when they go to pick out a dog... Um, Todd's over there. He's checking out every dog. He's loving every dog. He's petting them. He's loving on them. And then he meets this dog. And he's like, this is the dog. Doesn't have a name yet. Names the dog Christmas. Mm. A dog named Christmas. Christmas. That's the name of the movie. So the dog goes home. And uh, uh, George is like very grumpy about this dog. And through a series of flashbacks, we find out that George had a dog of his own that uh, passed away while he was at uh, war 
and then while he was at war, he he rescued a dog, and that dog died. So he's had a tough Saved break of life. it. What's that? Saved his life. Saved his life, dog, but also passed away. So he's yeah. had a tough go of it with dogs. So that's why he was so, I don't want a dog around. I don't want to get attached again, blah, blah, blah. Um, the whole family comes over for for Christmas dinner, essentially, um, leading up to Christmas. Oh, he has brothers and, grand, and, 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 and they have grandkids and all that stuff. They all come over, and Todd starts pitching this dog program, and he's getting everybody to take a dog. You get a dog. He's doing a total Oprah situation. Everybody gets a dog, and Todd gets committed committed to why stop here with the family i'm going to make sure that every dog has a home for christmas it's beautiful it's wonderful um and this lady comes um from the animal shelter to let them know hey todd you did it every dog has a home uh, there is this one dog she's prego uh i'm gonna take, take her, take her. Yeah. and then they're like no 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 we'll take him dog, dog can't have babies in the car so uh it's it's christmas it's beautiful. It's a wonderful time. And uh, you kind of see George starting to get attached to this dog. But he keeps reminding Todd, the 26th, the dog is going home. So Christmas happens. It's a wonderful day. And uh, George and Marianne, they're in bed. They're getting ready to go to night. 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 <laughs> <laughs> ready to go night, night. You, George, you go night, night. You go night, night, George. And Marianne says, George, before we go night, night, I have one question. What's going to happen to Christmas? And he says, Christmas, Christmas was, was today. today. <laughs> and she says, you know what I'm talking about. He's like, I'm sending the dog back. Like, I have to teach him that this was what we committed to. You don't go back on your commitments. So the 26 comes. They bring Christmas. They leave the dog at the shelter. Oof. Woof indeed. Um, and this was, uh, this was all after a very intense moment. Which would make you think George is not after what happens no here. Way. George He's is not gonna backing do it. Down. Here's what happened. It's the morning of the 26th, just in the middle of the night. And they hear Christmas barking, bark, bark, bark. They go outside, they run. The dog runs into the barn. The cougar. The cougar, the peeping coog is hanging out there. Everyone's freaking out. Todd's freaking out. George's freaking out. What are we gonna do? George with his gun shoots it. Gunshot. Not no. shoots the cougar, shoots no, the door. Shoots I shot towards the door. They didn't you said stay. shoots it. Sorry. Shoots the gun. I can see why. Yeah. It's a misplaced <laughs> modifier. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> shoots the gun at the wall. Gunshot. Gunshot. And the cougar jumps out through a window. Christmas. Follows. Follows. Runs out after. And um, the rest of the, the night, he's uh, George is out all night looking for the stock. Can't find him. Uh, gets home and Christmas is there. Surely they're going to keep him. No. 26 going back to the shelter they let the dog go and that's it they get back and they get a phone call hey guess what todd's gonna get a job here at the shelter he did such a good job of finding homes let's do this thing and george finally kind of has this moment you know what i liked i missed this dog and so he tells todd the good news about the job and he's like i'm gonna be lonely with you at work let's go get christmas we'll bring him home they go to find christmas christmas Nowhere to be found. Escaped. We know Christmas can find holes and fences. He snuck under it. Nowhere to be found. Very sad. They go home. And guess what happens, y'all? 
George, very sad, goes out to the barn and a ball kind of shows up and he's like, what? He looks over. There's Christmas. They play fetch. Christmas is home. It's Christmas all year. And that, my friends, was a dog named Christmas. Oh, boy, we did it. We did do it, everybody. We did do it. Let's, uh, Let's take a quick break before we dive into this flick. We'll be back. We'll break it down. We'll share our weight watts, all that good stuff here on Deck the Hallmark. There's no way to do short synopsis for the no, uh, for the no, dog named Christmas for, for the uh, Hall of Fame movies. No, it's just really impossible. Isn't. Yeah. Um, but let's break this down. I think the best way is to start with the hot tag. It's where we feel okay. we share exactly how we felt about this board. movie. Um, we do it all before we say night night. We mm-hmm. we're we're not going to let the, the sun go down without sharing our hot takes. Mm-hmm. Panda, you're my sunshine. Thank how you. about you share the heat of your hot take? Oh, I'll be glad to, and it's going to burn you. <laughs> Vroom, vroom. Uh, is that a car? Are you under the, know, know, like you under the impression that the sun makes this sound? Vroom, vroom. Well, I didn't know how to express heat other than exhaust, and yeah. I just, you see yeah, where I was going with it, Dan? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I tried it, and it didn't work. Uh, listen, so the reason I watch Hallmark movies yep. is to check out, and you can't with this movie. This movie is specifically is going to hit all three of us in in the fields because dogs. Uh, you know, I my family is, my, my mom and dad are caretakers for somebody who's special needs, my uncle. Um, and so there's an extra layer of just emotional fuels with that for me uh, specifically. And, and so uh, this movie is at times tough for me to watch. There's, you know, is it a quality movie? I don't know. It, there's elements of manipulative, you know, feelings here that I think are there. Does it work? Did I tear up? And it, yeah, like m- multiple times. It, that that it is it, it. It just hit me in all the feels constantly. Uh, is not a movie I would necessarily want to see again. That's not why I watch these movies. If I'm gonna watch a movie that's gonna evoke that kind of emotion or something very deep, uh, I want it to be more thought provoking. If it's gonna make have to feel something like that, um, I would want to see a Manchester by the Sea. If we're talking about a real like hard-hitting movie that makes you grapple with a lot of these heavier emotions. That doesn't mean these movies don't have a place, that they're not sweet around Christmas time. It's just not my jam, uh, but I can. It's, it's a movie of merit, man. Like Clearly, this is a high quality for Hallmark uh, and a TV movie. It's high quality. The plot is engaging. Um, yeah, it's just I, I wouldn't want to watch it again, though. Like That's kind of where I'm at with a lot of these Hallmark uh, classic Christmas movies. I just, they're, they're like the movie, what did we see a few weeks ago? Christmas in Conway. Like that movie's, I like, I like that movie a lot. I don't ever want to see that movie again. It's, it's hard to watch these movies. Um, and it, without, you just feel feelings without necessarily getting anything deeper to sink your teeth into like a really great discussion of loss or different things like that. That's just not where I'm at with these kind of movies. Uh, I want them to be mindless so I can check out. That doesn't, I, I don't get that with this movie, but I still, it's a great movie. Um, I'm typically with you in that uh, thought, Panda, but I love this movie. And I love Silver Bells as well. Christmas in Conway uh, wasn't necessarily my jam. Um, I love this movie. Um, I think it's just, it makes me, uh, yeah, it does make me 
a little sad, but it makes me happy too. Like I feel happiness and I feel, you know, hope for the kid. And I like the way that this kid is also, you know, growing and he's getting a job and the, the feeling that the parents get when they get that call yeah, and I the feeling that, of yeah. this dad's walls about the dog coming down as he spends more time. Like it's, it's hopeful. It's more hopeful to me than Christmas and Kanye where Ka Kanye, <laughs> listen, we saw Christmas and Kanye. Kanye. We can't even talk about it. There it was, was so, so weird. I mean, R rated doesn't even describe Fair it. Ferris wheel. <laughs> God, show me the way because it's going in a circle now. Ferris <laughs> wheel with me, with me, with me, with me. <laughs> I got my wife. Uh, <laughs> hot dog. Um, so this is my favorite of the ones that we've watched so far. I, um, I don't think I'd ever seen this one. Um, I loved it. I thought it was really great. And um, I'm excited to transition into the more traditional Hallmark classics, uh, more romantic and stuff Demi like that. McComer's Trading Christmas, as, <clears throat> if you will. Yeah. Um, but this is my, my favorite of the, the Hall of Fame ones that we have done uh, over the past month or so. I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. You can watch it for free um, on, uh, I think, any of the TV streaming services. So Philo Friendly, mm. whatever, you can watch it for free, commercial free on those things. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated take. I, I, When I think of TV movies, like movies that were on after Sunday Night Church on CBS, this would be right in that yep. ballpark. Like, this is right there in the wheelhouse. And for that genre, because I think that genre is different than Hallmark movie genre. Yep. For that genre, this is a really good movie. It is. Uh, but those movies were like Miracle on the 17th Green, where somebody finds a putting line for every... But that's a real movie. Um, I like this better than a lot of Hallmark movies. Um, we talked about this while I was watching the movie. Movies that are about dogs, like uh, Where the Red Fern Grows or Old Yeller or like more, more recently, Marley and Me, are inherently very manipulative. They very much are pulling tears out of you that aren't earned aside from the fact that you love dogs. And this movie hat practices... From in the first 30 minutes, I was like, they're going to kill this dog. This movie practices quite a bit of restraint yes. in that regard. It actually has more integrity than a movie like Marley and Me, in my opinion. The three leads, Bruce Greenwood, who carries the thing with his gravitas, Linda Edmond, Noel Fisher, all outstanding. Um, there are, when we get to the feels, there's plenty to be had. You said while we were watching the movie, you said, can I just put the whole movie? I agree with that. As a, as a parent of a medically complex kid, I, th I think, you know, it's hard to not... You know, and I have I have three rescue dogs. Dogs are family in our house. They're they're very like it's a they're so loyal and they're so wonderful and they're just a part of what you, what you are and who. So it's impossible for me to say that I despise this movie because I didn't. Um, it's my favorite of the Hall of Fames, and yeah, it is not a happy go lucky, fun, cheery, pop some popcorn, watch the movie. It just isn't. It's just not the kind of movie it is. There isn't a central romance. There's not a big kiss. It's about the dog. It's about this kid. It's about parents learning how to parent. It's about bigger, deeper things. And do they give it the time it deserves? No, they do not. But all in all, I would rather watch a movie like this. I would rather watch a movie like this than I would all the Hallmark stuff we've been watching. So in that regard, it was a success. Um, I'm not going to ever go out of my way to watch it again, but it's one of my one of my favorite things Hallmark's done, and it's one of my favorite things that involves a dog that you think might die. So it reminds me of what Corey Ingalls says, and I think you, Corey, always you says Corey, this. You and Corey, I think, are in lockstep in this. We are. We both. We and and what Corey says is this: if it, if if it, it floats, floats your boat, boat, it rides, rides the box. box. So I think what you and Corey and you. Uh, <laughs> 
You would agree with that, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. If it floats no, no, your no. boat, but it rocks. Corey almost is always right. Yeah, he is. If it floats your boat, it... I think if you floats your boats, it, it rocks, rocks your, your bo box. Box. I don't know what box are, but I think it's the TV box. The box, yeah. If it yeah. floats your boat, it rocks the box. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I this. took out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, boy, that is He's rock. a mystic, so sometimes there's some interpretation yeah, that's right, yeah. involved. You and Corey are right. Mystic Corey, that's right. Right there. We're going to take mm -hmm. one more... All the feels. Christmas I mean. and Kanye after this break, though. <laughs> nope. All the feels. Oh. First show, we talk about uh, what this movie gave us is feels. Panda. Uh, gosh. What doesn't? Like, I mean, this whole movie is uh, full of them. I, you know, th there's... I really liked, honestly, their Christmas Day. Uh, they do a montage. I think their Christmas Day montage is really strong, and it, it gave me actually a lot of feels. They do Christmas Day as... They wait to the very last minute yeah, <laughs> to get it ready, but then they do it. They do. and it, But it's very, like, I don't know how to, it, it's one that I relate to, like, I guess more than what we see in the traditional Hallmark movies. Now, normally there's this grand gesture in these Hallmark You're movies. Like wearing dresses. They're wearing dresses. Yeah, coats that's, and stuff. This is, the this is a family <clears throat> Christmas. They do a great job of it. Exchanging of gifts. Uh, they're eating uh, chocolate fondue at the end of the night, which you playing, can tell is like a, a family tradition playing for them. Cards. Playing cards, like guys, that's like that's the kind yeah. of Christmases I grew up with, and, and that we've all experienced. And so, like for me, I connected and actually got a lot of Christmas feels from that scene. Probably more Christmas feels than any than just the decorations. I would say like that. This goes deeper, and that's maybe more Christmas feels than I got from any movie I saw. Uh, last year in terms of just the Christmas feels, if we're going to call it that. So, yeah, yeah that was mine. Um, for me, it was uh, Todd and the family watching himself on TV. Yeah. So yeah. Todd got Good this. Scene. He God. called up the, the local news channel to do a story about the dogs that needed to be adopted. And that's it ultimately what ended up getting the, uh, the dogs all a home for Christmas. And they're all sitting there and Todd's so happy to be watching himself on TV. He's wearing the hat from the news station. Mm -hmm. And like mom and dad just keep exchanging these glances of just being proud of what uh, their kid did all on his own. Like they didn't know that he was doing this. And so it was a really uh, a sweet moment of not just being proud of your kids, but also seeing him like watching and just having a blast seeing himself on TV. So yeah, it was, uh, it's a, it was a great, great moment. Um, mine is parent feels, uh, for sure. And I, without getting too terribly personal, I think the most controversial part of this movie is he makes him take the dog back. And that's a very tough scene for us to watch. I think all three of us think it was a bad move. I don't think it's fair because you have personal trauma with losing dogs to project that on your kid by making him follow through and taking the dog back. No one I think would have done that. Having said that and having that cemented the idea of knowing that your kid is going to have challenges throughout his life and wanting him to understand what it means to be a man of your word and to follow through like that hit very, very hard for me. Um, because you know, you just want to give everything to your kids. Like your natural instinct is to do it for them and to give it to them and to make it easy for them. Cause you know that it's going to be harder for them later. And your natural instinct as a protective parent is to postpone that hurt as long as you can. Like, you know that the quote unquote real world is going to get them at some point and they're going to feel lost and they're going to feel like they, they don't, there's nowhere to turn. And you, you don't want that. You it's, it kills you to see that. And so you just keep, pushing it out and postponing it and, 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 but the reality is, is that you have to do it at some point. 
if you really love your kid and you want what's best for them, then you have to make them follow through and learn hard lessons. Do I think that this was the right lesson? No. Do I think they should have taken the dog back? No. But understanding just from my own personal experience as a dad, what it's like to watch your kid struggle and to know it's better for him to struggle, even though it hurts you deeply, is tough. And, and I think they did a good job with that in this movie. I think the, two, the mom and the dad understand the road ahead for Todd and they try their best to, you know, mitigate that with how much they love him and care for him and, and, and make him feel accepted and part of the family. But also it, they know it's going to be hard. And, and I, I just felt that I felt that. And I think that's really what won that won it over for me is that understanding as a parent of having to do the hard things. I think that was very, very uh, moving for me. That was my, those are my feels. It's beautiful. Right. And Christmas and Kanye, both of those things worked really well. Christmas and Kanye's fire. Yeah. How could you be so heartless, Dad? <laughs> it's coming. Let me keep the puppy. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Take the Hallmark. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. Nah. True story. No. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, the homework. We're talking about uh, a dog named Christmas. Uh, Dan, you pointed out you were upset that I've never named my dog Christmas, it and I echo that. All the sense in the world. Why Joey? wouldn't you do it, Joey? Yep, Joey. I'm letting you know, buddy. Your new name is Christmas. I uh, now, now that is a little bit on the mean side of things. If you've had a dog for years and years and change its name. That's that doesn't help anyone. That's very mean to do to a dog. I think it's that mean. Okay, you can think that, but it he is. doesn't respond to his name anyways. Really? Well, I call him. I call you know, him. Uh, I never called him Joey. What do I call him? I call him Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. I always call him yeah. Joseph by and his full name. It's been very mean. He, Joseph, he's, he told doesn't. You. You're mean. He, you're oh, mean. He doesn't get it. Joseph loves me. He's like, well, I was. I almost. I almost adopted your oldest dog from you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a true oh, story. Oh, brutal. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> God bless him. Um, are we ready? Yeah. For the wait, yeah. what's? Wait, what? Wait, what? Panda? I don't have any. None. I don't have a single one, guys. I was sitting there the entire time looking for like one. Dig, I don't to dig one up. I can't dig one dig up. That up. I'm not gonna dig one up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna besmirch my good name on this. Okay. I don't have one. No. Wait, what? Um. <laughs> my wait, what is the fact uh, that? The, the, I want to know, did the dad actually think this was going to work? When mom lays down, it's Christmas night. She's like, this was such a good day. He's like, a great day. And she says, what are you going to do tomorrow about Christmas? And he responds with, Christmas was today. How long Bottom of three did seconds. he expect that line to buy him? Because she's not falling for it. She's like, you know what I mean? What did he expect that line to do for him? Christmas was today. I mean, one, you got to applaud him for trying. But how much did that actually, did he actually think that was going to buy him is the, is the one question that I have. Um, and two, uh, this is maybe kind of a what the homework hybrid, but he left his uh, Christmas left his original home mm -hmm. and we, we come to, and I always was like, Oh, he left and he couldn't find his way home, but he finds his way back to the farm. Right. Only spending a couple days there. 
Yeah. What it's was, impressive. Did he not love his old family? Like, what was the deal there, you think? Because he just, like, he I seemed happy there. He seemed happy. He just left and he homeward he go, bound to that joint. He goes where he's needed. Goes where he's needed. Wow. I do think that there's an element of magic to Christmas. Yeah. The dog? Yes. Or the season? Yes, both, both and. Christmas. No, I think that he, there's a specific fate element at play here. He goes to where he's needed. And because he starts off by saying, like, his, he was, his departure was, uh, what, what they say something about his departure was like a foregone conclusion. I think that's one of the things they say. Like he comes and stays for as long as he's needed and necessary, or wherever he goes. That's kind of he's kind it's of a magic dog. dog. I think he's kind it's of a magic dog. Pup. He's not homeward bound. He's a uh, far, farmward. Farmward bound. He's going to the farm. Nailed he's not it. going home. Farmward. Farmward. Bound. Farmward on my wayward oh, Christmas. Farmward uh, on my wayward dog would have been a. Dang it. Can so we, close. From where I'm my way, where dog. Just act mm. like I didn't do the first one. Dan? Yeah. Um, the one daughter of the family, they all get together for Christmas. She comes in and she goes, uh, I need hugs from anyone under 48 inches tall. <laughs> and most of the kids in that house are well above 48 inches tall. Like, wet, like I get that it's a, it's a saying, but... That's four feet. My kids aren't even five years old, and they're like 44, 40-ish, 45 inches tall. Like, those kids are all seven and eight years old. Like, that's not a great barometer for who gives you a hug because you're basically not getting a hug from anyone at that point. So I'm sorry for you. Late in the movie, uh, Bruce Greenwood is like, look, I changed my mind. I want to go back and get Christmas, and you've got a job. we got to go tonight before it closes. And I want to be very clear here. Todd knows how to, he has his learner's permit, but only knows how to drive in first gear. And they still let him drive to the shelter. And I would submit that maybe rushing to get the dog that you dropped off at the shelter is not the time, because he says, I'm going to teach you how to get in the second gear to teach your kid the stick shift. Like of all the times, yeah. just go, Todd, buddy, sit in the passenger seat. I'll get us there quick using all the gears. And then I'll teach you when you have to go do your job. But no, I, I can only assume that it took them... I don't know, a, 10 times the amount of time it would have to yeah. get there because they're just putzing along in first gear the whole way. Yeah, It's a bad idea, dad. Like, come on, be better. Um, at the dinner, uh, they have a dinner and everybody's there. There's a Christmas dinner. First of all, the two older brothers are the worst people on the planet. Yeah, they're horrible. Like, they're like, did you tell them what happens to dogs at the shelter, dad? You Are you kidding me right now? What, why? Why would you bring that up to your your younger brother who, who has some disabilities? Like, are you like that passes in this movie is normal? Like, I, I don't understand that. And they take turns like joking about it. I understand. And then when they have all these people from the town over, everyone acts like getting a dog is like smallpox. Like everybody is like, I don't want to get a dog. You want to get why would I get a dog? I don't understand that. Every, are we to just assume no one in that house has ever had a dog before, aside from Todd and his dad? Yeah, they didn't make any sense. I, I don't. I don't understand. They're elusive. That. They were elusive. Yeah, the dogs. Dogs are elusive. They're hard they're, to they're capture. Hard, hard to capture. Wow. And hard to find. Interesting. They find you. They find you. Okay. It's magical. Mm -hmm. From where I'm away, where dog. Who saved two? That's what I say about dogs, oh, right? Oh, right. man. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Corey used to say. 
Yeah. Well, he would say something similar. Yeah, something he similar. Would, he, <laughs> he would say, dogs, dogs are around, around a, a, a town, town of, of your, your own. own. If, if you, you don't, don't, maybe you don't. don't. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I picked it up from. It's time for what the homework is part of the show where we wonder what could have been, maybe happened, give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Panda? So the bobcat, cougar, cougar, sorry, cougar, gets out. We don't hear anything else about the cougar. The cougar. Cougar. <laughs> uh, here's, here's my thing. Is with cougars, are they going to, he comes back. I, they got to prepare for this this bad cat to come back, right? Bad, bad, bad cat. <laughs> bad cat. It's a bad cat. It's a bad cat. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just assuming that you need to prepare that 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 cougar's going to come back, I would imagine, because if he senses that even with the shotgun going off, he senses that there's food to be had around here with very little, I don't know, threat other than, the, the you know, obviously the gunshot at him, but, like, he got in pretty easy. I know that the door was unlocked. But, but also, like horses, we've, now he knows he can jump through a window. Right, and then there's like there's a hole. Yeah, there's exactly. A hole. There's a hole. So to me, what are you are are you going to beef up security there, pops? Like, what are we going to do here? Because that bad cat's hey, coming. Hey, show me your coming. card, cougar. Yeah, I don't think you're twenty one. Oh, you're one of them peeping cougs. <laughs> Get out of here. We don't like your type. Um, mine is also cougar related, but from a <laughs> filmmaking standpoint, that cougar looked real. Yep. And there is a wide shot of Coog and Christmas. Together, you think they split it? I don't know. That's what I want to know because I can't imagine because that cougar, that cougar was acting real good because that cougar looked vicious. Yeah. And Chris was just over there. Roof, 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 roof. How they shoot that? How they shoot know, that with that cougar and the pup? What if you found out they were best friends? Really? <laughs> that cougar and the pup. I used to listen to them on the radio regularly. That was my favorite yeah. morning show. Cougar yeah. and the pup. Man, <laughs> they're good. Got in trouble back oh, in 96. Oh, shock jocks. Yeah, yeah, shock yeah. What, I mean, why are you dropping just giant <laughs> boxes of mandarin oranges from the sky yes, in the chopper? Good. That's it's dangerous. dangerous. That's, yeah, dangerous. Dangerous. That's a cook idea. That's a cook idea. I don't think that will have gotten them yeah. banned by themselves, but when they locked the studio and played Chumbawamba on repeat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pup, the pup got rehired, which is crazy. Where? F-L-A-M. Flam. The Flam Chan? Man, flam. What they do they in, play? Do they only play wham? Yeah, yacht rock <laughs> and, oh. and wham. <laughs> what a flam chain. What play wham? <laughs> it's the wham flam chain. Flam chain. Uh, do you have any? I do. Flam. That's. I'd listen to that. It's better than flam. I can tell you that. Oh. You know, that's with flam. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Welcome to cooking up pop in the morning. Time out. What? Were Coog and the pup on Flim, not Flam? No. Okay. What are you doing? This was the uh <laughs> this is a tape tape from <laughs> back in the day. Why are you answering me? Sorry. Like <laughs> God bless. <laughs> oh, Flim Flam. Uh, what year is it? <laughs> I just guys, just pick a year. There are Walkmen. There's a current war that's happening. There's a Ford Taurus from the '80s and one from the 2000s. I, I don't know what year it is. I just and he was in Nam Nam, and that doesn't make depending on what year. I don't know what year it is. I, I have that's a legit question based upon the Ford Taurus 
The old one, it could have been as late as 89. But the newest one, there's one that they did a remodel for in 03. Where, what year is it? I just don't know. What year isn't it is a better question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then That's how Corey saw life. What card, oh, yeah. what card game is Todd playing with his aunt and his mom? It's a deck of the 52 playing cards. Yep. And no one's drawing any mm-hmm. from a discard pile or from the stack. They're just laying cards down like it's Uno. Yeah. And I, it could be a game like Uno where if you don't have what you need, like you don't have the suit or the number, then you got to draw. I just never heard of it. And I want to know the name of the card game. I'm sure we'll get some emails. I'd love to hear the yep. emails. What game are they playing? I don't know what game they're playing. So that's mine. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We did it, everybody. Hey. Congratulations. Dog named Christmas. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. We will leave you as we always do mm-hmm. with the Double Decker of the Week where, uh, Panda, you do that deep dive into someone's life yeah, and you yeah. share it. Some of these stories have truly changed lives. Yeah, they yeah. have. I, we there is a movement of people that have just been impacted in such a positive way yeah. that they have done amazing things for humanity, <laughs> uh, based off of these stories. They've been inspired. Yeah, and Corey so Engler that's why we do. It, that's why we do what we do. Yeah, and so who do we have today? Nicole Kaiser. Yeah, Nicole Kaiser. Let me tell you, Nicole Kaiser. Uh, she, she created a shop. Uh, it's a little boutique, if you will, uh, but let me just say it's it's taking the LA world by storm. Okay, uh, it, it's called the Pointless Shop. Okay, the Pointless Shop. Yep. What do they sell? All things rounded. There's no points anywhere. All things rounded. So, are there any points in the shop no. at all? Like even from an architectural but standpoint? Yeah, nothing. So they're in some sort of orb. Yeah, pretty much. It's an orb. So give me some examples. So there's no chairs to sit on? Uh, like no, round? bouncy balls. Bouncy balls, okay. You, you know the type. Yoga yeah. balls. Mm. It's great. Um, so what do they sell? Give me some examples. Uh, so it, this is where it gets really fun. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, poker chips, as you would. Super uh, fun. Uh, round pens. Uh, and... Uh, Round pen, yeah, round pen. Well, every ballpoint pen is technically rounded at the point of it, but so this, yeah, it yeah. would be I, any pen would work. I will say though, that's a point. That it that is a very odd thing to throw out second yeah, yeah, <laughs> after, yeah. Poker, after chips poker chips is pens, which. Given some some gumption, you could stab someone yeah, with that yeah, boy. Yeah, Given no, some gumption, I understand. I will say, and this is this is something where uh, early on she underestimated the cost of L.A. real estate, yeah. uh, and so her orb is way smaller than she anticipated. So we got poker chips and we pens. got poker chips and 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 pens. That's and what you got. Calls it the pointless store. There's that is an app name. <laughs> uh, where can I go for pens and poker chips? Have I got a place for you? But it's it's, it's sweeping. It's a fad, and I it's think it's going to catch on. How many people can get inside the orbit once? Uh, one at a time. One at a time, including the employee. Uh, no. So you check out outside. Working that out. You see, it was there was some structural and architectural issues. They've had to carve out a little hole, uh, and they just kind of feed you the the items through the hole. Is the point of sale feed system? Come out, feed you. You haven't talked about any food. This has been poker chips and pins. What well, are they feeding? Feed, 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 feed it. Feed it. Feed it. Feed it through. Hey, they give you through through a hole. They give feed you it, the. Agra. They feed it to you. They yes, feed man. it to you. Okay. I said what I said. Is the point of sale system rounded? Uh, yeah, absolutely. They don't so, use yeah. uh, they don't use square or anything like that. Sure, they use what? circle. Yeah, circle. They, it's even they better. Created their own POS. It's amazing. 
Mm. Really hard to swipe a card through the system, but it's great otherwise. Really hard indeed, my friend. Uh, we will be back on Monday, believe it or not. Very mm -hmm. excited. Another classic uh, non-Hallmark related movie. Next week, we are doing, oh boy, everybody, a Christmas switch on Monday, a the Christmas, Christmas switch. switch. Uh, so check that out. Watch it. You're going to love it. Um, until next time, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live. And yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray, set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com.